What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Um, I want to say hello. I want to tell you guys that we are in the same clothes as last week because uh, next week we are moving and we don't know if there's going to be time to tape a podcast. So you just have to enjoy us in the same funky clothes. It's not funky. We just finished taping the last podcast Speak for yourself. about six minutes ago. <laughs> about six minutes ago. We were so- upstairs getting dressed. He was like, is that you? I'm like, yes. She was like, you didn't do anything today. I said, I slept, and when I sleep, I sweat, and I stink. She was like, oh. I said, that's new, because I'm not used to you just being funky for no reason. Like, you were just, you're just funky for no reason today. It's funky like, sensation. <laughs> Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? <laughs> My funky sensation. <laughs> now, as that was dope, he'd have, like, the funky smell coming out my cl- armpits. Out your what? Armpits. Were you about to say cleavage? No, I said armpits. Did he just say, oh, my cl- No, I said armpits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You ready to start this podcast? Yes. All right. Funky. All right, let's start this podcast. So, uh, can we say names or no? What are you talking about? Okay. So, so I, would, um, I would err on the side of no. Okay. Two weeks ago... Uh, I had a, a party, a huge unveiling. Right. Um, party was dope. It was uh, friends and family. And um, for my birthday, I got a car and we wanted to unveil it. I haven't seen it. We just wanted to do something special because we can't party because of COVID. Uh, I got a call from a friend of mine that was like, yo, you know, I was supposed to come, but I don't think I can make it. And I was like, why? He was like, I was just dumped. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I say my bad too because when he told me that I kind of giggled. I was like, ah, come on, man. I'll see you later on tonight. I didn't take it as serious. I don't know why. So he called you and told you he couldn't make it because of that? Yeah. Said, Initially? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I said, motherfucker, you better come out tonight. What are you talking about? So he came. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously he was hurt. And, yes. And the reason, I guess, for the breakup was because his girl said he works too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, and I was talking about it and then Ben's, I, I, Ben's is like, why are you throwing my name in it? Well, Ben's was like, yeah, I have that problem too at times because I work so much. Like it's hard to find somebody that understands that. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting back thinking and I was like, yeah, that would be a problem if the person that you with is not understanding and not, you, you guys don't have the same goals. Right. Because I'm a workaholic. Yes. Uh, and I've always been a workaholic Yes. since 16. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, when he, when he told me, I was like, damn, what happened if Gia didn't understand the amount of which I work and the effort I put into working and the time, the, the time, hours, the, the hours, grind. the grind and all that. What if she didn't understand the effect of working right. so much on your own psyche and how, as you self-admittedly said that it causes you to be moody and attitudinal mm-hmm. and off at times. Right. So, um, and it made me think, damn, like, you know, people always say you have to have ambition, right? Um, for the most part. You got you, you, They want you to work hard. They want you to have a, a great career. They want you to be successful. Right. Now with being successful and having a great career, 
most times it requires work, putting in that extra hour when other people are sleeping, putting that extra effort, going above and beyond, correct? Absolutely. If not, they always say that you average. You want to be above average, better than average. Right. That requires a lot of work. Um, but how does somebody deal with somebody that works like that because they want to be better? If you are the boyfriend or girlfriend of the person with the ambition. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Maybe I, I have a, a, a motion sensor outside the house. So when things move, uh, it, it vibrates and it's been moving. It could be an animal or it could just be a deer, which it is. Sorry. You see the deer on, on the yeah. camera? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. So as I was saying, yeah. So what do you tell somebody like, you know, you want to be in a relationship with somebody you love, but you want you want them to aspire to be bigger and better. So how do you deal with how did you deal with the fact that I work so crazy? You know, because there's a lot of women out there that says, you know what? I can't deal with. It. I don't want a man that works crazy. I want a man that's home. You know, I don't give a, a F about, you know, what you buy me for Christmas or how great your job is. I just want you to be home. So how did you deal with it? Because, I mean, I was a workaholic and. If it wasn't for this pandemic, I would still be a workaholic. Like, this is the longest I probably sat down on my ass and did nothing. In life. In life. Mm-hmm. In life. In life. And I like it, by the way. I don't necessarily do, but... You don't like it? I love being home with you. I love being home with the family, but I also feel like... Like you have this itch. Not even an itch. you're not itch. being productive. I feel like I'm not being productive. Yes. I feel like the work of be that's supposed to go get the honey... And there's no honey to get. So I'm just standing at the, the beehive like, what y'all doing now? But, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I know that about you. Because I know you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But more than just knowing that about you, I see that mm-hmm. with you. You ha- you have a need to be productive. And busy, yeah. And I don't mean financially productive. You have to be generating some type of positive effect, mm-hmm. some type of forward motion, because like you've said before, you have to, you get up, you mm-hmm. make me breakfast, you make the kids breakfast. In between your segments on the breakfast club, you are, you know, warming up the car and, you know, putting the kids backpacks in the car and make sure their homework is in and make sure their snacks are in. You're packing their snacks. You're doing this. You're doing like, you have to be productive, right? You know, you have to be going towards some goal constantly. And in the mornings it's to help me. Right. Meanwhile, it's not to help you, but go ahead. What is it then? They're my kids too. Like, you know, say it help you like the young kids. But you're doing it in between your segments Correct. on the breakfast club. Right. That That's not just because they're your kids, because I can do it. Yeah, I know. You, I get it. Do you see? That's the point. I can do it. Right. You know, I love that you warm up the car and bring it right to the front door. That all I have to do is come down the stairs and get the kids in the car. Like, I love that. Um I love that they eat a hot breakfast every morning because you cook it. But if you didn't do it, I would do it. And I would heat up the car and bring it to the front door and I would pack their snacks and get their book bags in the car and strap them in and do all the things that you do in the morning. I'm able, 
If I got up 30 minutes earlier, I would have the time that allows me to sleep an additional 30 minutes in the morning. So for that, I'm grateful, but I could do it. You don't have to do it. You choose to do it because you have a need to be productive. You always go above and beyond. Right, but isn't that aspirational? Isn't that something that you'd be like, yes, I want to be with a man or I want to be with a woman that thinks like that, that moves like that? Yeah. (laughs) So when when people get mad that people work so much, I I don't understand it. No, I'm I'm just... Speaking to your mentality, mm-hmm. um, since you were young, I remember um, when you worked on another radio station and there was a hiatus and you were off of work for two weeks and it was like an unexpected hiatus mm-hmm. and you were home and it was as though you had ants in your pants. And we got suspended. You were, yeah, mm-hmm. you were getting up. Yeah, you guys were suspended. I said it nicely. I said that it was an unexpected hiatus, but yes, you definitely got suspended. But you were waking up at your normal work hours and finding something to do that was productive. It was interesting. And I'm like, why don't you take this as like a little vacation or a little time to actually relax because you never have the opportunity to relax. And you, I remember you telling me, I can't, yeah, I like, mean, I'm not built to relax. Even now I can't like on the weekends, six o'clock, to get number 6am is, is sleeping in. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it is what it is. I'm up and I'm always finding something to do, but that's just me as a person. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where you're like, babe, you don't have to go to work. Just relax in bed. But I feel like I'm up. Like I'm fidgety. Like, like you're fidgety. Yes, yeah. you are phys- physically fidgety in the bed. Like oh. I can't just stay in the bed. Oh, you don't know how. Like I'm I can't bad. accomplish anything if I'm just laying in the bed. Like you don't, relax. You don't know how bad it's I could be making phone calls. I could be sending emails. I could be doing a video. I could be, you know, plotting on how to make some more money. Like that is how you but, but, operate. But you don't understand how this this pandemic has really affected me because every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm usually on the road. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm in Detroit, I'm in the Carolinas, I'm in LA, I'm in Vegas, I'm in Miami, I'm in Orlando, you know, I'm in Rhode Island, I'm in Boston, like I'm always on the road, South Africa and the Caribbean, like I'm always working. So the fact that it's nothing, it just feels weird. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, like it just feels like I'm like, I called June today, I'm like, yo, we ain't got nothing coming up. And he was like, nah. And, and and June is doing it for our own safety. He's like, nah, I'm not booking anything until the vaccine is here and we get things more open. He was like, I don't want to book something for a couple thousand dollars. We make a couple hundred thousand dollars and then we die. It's like, it ain't worth our life. Let's let things cool down a little bit. But I'm like, we, we not nowhere this week. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, not, not until the new year. He said, I'll start booking in the new year. You know, but it just feels weird. Do you feel any type of recharge, any type of, because you actually handled it better than I thought that, that you were going to handle it. Like you, yes, ants in your pants, yes, fidgety, but you're handling it far better. Um, the only reason I'm handling it, the only reason I'm handling it well is because of y'all. What do you mean? If I was single or I hated y'all, I wouldn't be handling it right. Or if, or if you hated us? Yeah, if I didn't like y'all. Like, there's some people Y'all that, meaning me and your children. Yeah, me and your children. Awesome. Like, because if you be honest, there's a lot of people out there that want to go back to work because they don't want to be around their kids anymore. 
Okay. Okay. From and that there, perspective, and there's a yes, lot of people that, that at home now. and don't want to be around their wife anymore. Yes. So if 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 I didn't love y'all like that, I would be like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but what what uh, what hurts me so much is I had so much in store. Right. I know. You know. And when you plan things like you know the, the car shows, if you don't know what I do, these car shows. And we had four car shows coming up. We had one in Houston, one in Detroit, one in Atlanta, and then one in New York, New Jersey. Um, I go, I go. It's, it's a lot into planning these shows, and I don't have a huge team. I don't have somebody that owns it and just puts my name on it. Like it's your baby. We own it. So the only people that that do the car show is me and Benz and Gia. That's it. To the point where Madison helps me drive say, the Madison cars. I was going to say Madison helps. Yeah, yeah Madison helps she drive helped the cars. She helped lay out the cars for the mm-hmm. last car show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all that is, is a lot. So when you plan all that out, you know, and then it cancels, it hurts you, you know? Or when we when we have the family trips and Gia got clothes and, and you know, and even, even something like this, like, you know, you know, when we go on vacation, we plan our vacations ahead of time. Gear goes shopping. The bags are packed. Everything is prepared. Think about it like this. Our kids grow so fast. A lot of the clothes that we bought for vacation, they can't even wear. Like, it's a wrap. They outgrew it. Logan outgrew everything that I got for him. Yeah. And that was just from a few months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to what I was saying, it's like... Jamaica got canceled. Jamaica that got was canceled. All the real estate stuff that I, that we were doing got canceled, but it, it was like the only thing that's keeping me sane is I'm doing things that I've never done in my life. You got to think I've been doing morning radio for shit, at least 15, 16 years. What? No, longer than that. Yeah. Oh, morning radio. Yeah, morning radio. About 15, no. 16 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Morning radio. Yes. Yeah, about 15, 16 years. So you got to think about it. You know, Logan is 16. I've never taken them to school unless it was a day off. The babies, you know, I've never taken them to school unless it was a day off. And I've never picked them up very rarely unless they had, you know, after. So now it's a time that I get to do these things and I enjoy it. I never cooked for my kids before because I'm never here. So now I get to cook their food. I get to see what do you want for snacks? Oh, you want the uh, poems? Poppums. They're called Poppums. The Entenmann's Poppums. The little round donut holes. Glazed balls, yeah. For years, Rashawn has called them Poppoms. And then one year, I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should just tell them. You know they're Poppums, right? They're not French. They're not not Poppoms. As a kid, I called them Poppoms. And my mom never corrected me. Mm -hmm. So for years, I just thought they were glazed Mm Poppoms. And then one day, it was like... You mean Popums? And then I read not, the box. Not, no, it's not like you. I was like, you know, they're called Popums. And then I read the box. And I was like, oh shit, Popums. There <laughs> like, was something else like, like pop that. Pop them in your mouth. I know there was something else like that that I've been saying it. Oh yeah, there's a few things wrong for for years. But mm-hmm. anyway, I know that that Brooklyn likes the Popums, so or the Popums. So I put them in a little Ziploc bag for her <laughs> every day. I know that Jackson likes his. Uh, his pretzels, so I put them in a little thing for him. I know that uh, London likes a little veggie uh, potato chips or strawberries cut up in a certain way. So I'm, you know, I make sure that they have them. I know the kids like hot breakfast, so I make sure they either have their bacon, their pancakes, or their sausage. Or you know, uh, London likes 
oil and, and bread to eat. And they like strawberries in the breakfast. They also like grapes. and But that, like I enjoy doing it. You know them. what you enjoy more? What? The recognition from me. Yeah, that's For too. all of the things that you do. So he's really, really, really proud of his work. I am. So, for instance, there's a thousand for instances, but I'll give you one. The other day, he cleaned the refrigerator. So he took everything out of the refrigerator, bleached it, Windex, everything, right? I did the freezer today, too, by the way. Again. I'm surprised you didn't come and call me. And it wasn't immaculate, so I just let it slide. I'll let you see it. it so apparently, immaculate. the refrigerator was immaculate. It was. He came and woke me up out of bed. Talking about, come baby, I want to show you something. I'm like, yeah, you love all that, but you know what you really love? What's that? The recognition. Yeah. That's what you love. You love my reaction when you do all that stuff. Like for instance, the other day, Rashawn cleaned the refrigerator. Just said, you know what? Like I'm going to clean the refrigerator. And he cleans the refrigerator. Apparently it was like clean to perfection. So much so that he came and woke me up out of my sleep. Talking about, come, I have to show you something. I'm like, what do you have to show me at midnight? He's like, come, I have to show you something. Just trust me. Just get up. Just come, come take a look. I'm like, tell me, like, I'm not getting up out of the bed just because you tell me you have to show me, like, tell me what it is. Like, tell me, I don't, do I have to see it? He was like, please, just for me, just for me, just come downstairs. I was like, okay. So he takes my hand, walks me into the kitchen, opens up the refrigerator and literally says to me, voila. And I was like, you clean the refrigerator right. and, 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 and he did a fantastic job. So then I praised him and I called him little sweet babies and all types of things. And he just like lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, I mean, for myself, doing stuff for Gia is like getting approval from God. And the reason I say that <laughs> is because she's so OCD. So she says you did a good job. You really did a good job. Like, for instance, I don't wash clothes, right? I don't wash clothes. I think the last time I washed clothes was when I was in college. I just don't. Not my thing. Gear usually does it. Or we had a nanny. The nanny takes care of it. So I try to be a gentleman. It's like, you know what? My baby's sleeping. I'll wash the clothes. I washed all the clothes. Now, you would expect somebody to be like, oh, baby, you washed the clothes. Good job. No, not this motherfucker. Oh, you washed the clothes? Well, did you lay them down specifically so they don't have to be ironed? What? Who the fuck lays their clothes specifically so it doesn't have I to be ironed? I didn't say that. No. He made that well, up. when you wash the clothes, you're supposed to lay the clothes down so that way when it dries or whatever That's it is, it's it doesn't need to be ironed. Complete and I'm, misrepresentation. And I'm thinking, my, I'm thinking to myself, motherfucker, I just washed the clothes. <laughs> I spent four hours washing the clothes. Can I get a thank you? Can I get a... Baby, you did good. No, it was, well, you didn't dry it the right way. Motherfucker. That, <laughs> that is good. And that hurt his heart. That like honestly hurt his heart. What he's talking about is, and tell me if you guys do this. When I wash clothes and then I put it in the dryer, the dryer might say 58 minutes until it's dry. I set my timer 
so that I know the moment that it's dry. Usually go downstairs and it might take an extra five minutes because the dryer senses whether the clothes are completely dry. So it's kind of really about say for instance, 58 minutes. So I'll sit in the laundry room and I'll be on my phone until I hear a beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, okay, I take the clothes out of the dryer while it's hot, dump it in the basket. Then I take the basket over to the table and I take each individual piece out and I do something that I call hand ironing. So I lay it on the table and I smooth out all of the dryer wrinkles while it's still hot because then it keeps the smooth shape. Who got and time then, for all that shit? They probably they might do this. We'll find out. Nobody does that but you. So then I take each item one by one and pile them on top of one another and smooth each item out individually before I fold. Because what most people I, I found do is they take it out Maybe when it's warm, most people just will leave it and then take it out afterwards. And then you get your clothes when it's already cooled and your clothes are like little balled up fists. And then you have to go and steam them or iron them. And who wants to go through that, right? Certain things you steam or iron regardless, but I'm just talking about t-shirts and things of that nature that you, that you don't want to put the time into. Anyway, I think most people will take it out when it's hot and then fold each individual piece. But by the time that you get halfway through, the clothes have already started to cool, so the bottom half isn't going to dry or be smoothed as smooth as it potentially could be if you just smooth everything out individually. Now, once you have a pile of nicely smooth clothes, then you can fold it, and then the clothes come out like perfectly. So that's what I was saying. I just asked, and you know that I do that. So I just asked you if you hand ironed the clothes because I was going to fold it. I don't like, to, and this is my he thing. He put it in the dryer, didn't tell me, and then it all dried and then cooled. So then the clothes are like balled up fists. And then what did I have? I had to go back and put it in the washing machine on a rinse cycle to wet it again, to dry it, to sit there and wait for it to be dry Ooh, so that I can yeah. hand iron it. Gear folds her underwear a certain way. I think why? most people do. No, why? I, I have an underwear drawer. I throw all my boxes in the drawer. You know why? Because I wear the shits. I, nobody ever said to me, Gear, you never said, babe. Your boxes look wrinkled today. No, you didn't. You say, damn, that's a fat dick. That's what you say when you look at me in my boxes. So what do I do? I wear my boxes. I don't I, say that. I, I get them dirty and I throw them back in the drawer. Same thing with socks. I wear my socks. I throw them in the sock drawer. I keep moving. Nobody folds socks. Nobody got that. Nobody got that much time. But let me ask you a question. Yes, ma'am. And this is just my own like. Yes. I put a lot into keeping a house, right? Correct. I do a lot of little things and I pay special attention to pretty much everything. Correct. Do you appreciate any of it? Yeah. So when I fold your boxers and you open up your drawer and your drawer looks better than a department store drawer, Mm -hmm. for instance, it doesn't give you pleasure that when you open it up, it's not just a pile of underwear lumped on top of one another, that everything is folded exactly the same the exact same with like you don't open it and be like oh this looks beautiful or yeah, oh this is I nice do. and organized it doesn't give you like a sense of I it doesn't give you peace it. of mind it does it makes me feel good but i don't want to do it but I, do you but do you actually appreciate when yeah, i do it i appreciate it? you do it but when i do, do it do you really yes. or you just don't care no i do or do I, you look at your girl like man she wasted all this time doing this cuz I, I don't give a I, bleep i appreciate it but i don't want to do it you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like 
I I love looking at it. It's nice. But I, if you ask me to do it, I don't want to do it. It's, it's kind of like, like, look, look. I enjoy when you give me head, right? Stop it, Rashawn. But I don't want to give no, myself head. No, no, seriously. Head. Like, you are, this is ridiculous. Right. Well, let's get back to... Uh, I didn't mean to say out. his name. Bleep his name out. Bleep it out. <laughs> stop. Bleep it out and put something over his mouth, okay? You wallet. You're just wallet all the way across the board today. Sorry. I'm tired. And this portion of the KC Crew Podcast is brought to you by the Leadership Conference Education Fund. You don't have to wait until November 3rd to cast your ballot. Be an October voter. In most states, you can vote early in October. I just voted, my daughter just voted, and my wife just voted. All mail-in ballots. Request your mail ballot. Return your completed ballot in the mail or in person or vote early at an early voting location. There's no time to waste. Treat every day like election day to make sure all voices are heard. Make a plan to vote. Be an October voter. And visit stillivote.org to join the fight for voting rights today. Paid for by the Leadership Conference Education Fund. So, let's talk about back to our friend. Without saying his name. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what advice would you give somebody? You know, because th- that's what he would need is some advice. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I'm okay. listening. Um, the way that I operate through life is how do you put it i guess maybe the easiest way for people to relate or understand what i'm going to say is kind of like when you watch a cartoon and the cartoon character has the angel on the shoulder and the devil on the shoulder Mm -hmm. i guess it's also kind of like a reference to conscience right i have a serious case of conscience like my conscience is I don't know, like crazy to Mm -hmm. me in a sense, the way that it kind of dictates a lot of my life. Or maybe that's the way it should be, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's God whispering to me at times or whatever. Maybe that's a representation of the angel on my shoulder. Um, A lot of times as a human being, our impulses are to be selfish, to um, be self important to be self-interested and do things that are conducive to our own personal happiness. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing that, if you're self-aware, you know that that's what you're doing. So there are so many times in life with us or just moving through life in general, where you may have an impulse to do something that is selfish Mm -hmm. and Unfortunately, a lot of people will follow through with that selfish action. Not to say that I don't do that at times. I'd like to say that I don't, but obviously I'm sure that I do at times. Um, but for the most part, I'm, I'm actually in the moment identifying mm-hmm. that I'm having thoughts that aren't good mm-hmm. or that are in fact selfish. And in those moments, I will pivot and do the exact opposite. I will move towards the positive reaction or the positive action instead. And it's because in those moments, I'm identifying something that I may not like about myself right there and then. Um, And again, it can just be a thought. So when it comes to you, and I'm talking about, I've done this my whole life Mm -hmm. for the most part. 
no, not necessarily my whole life. I would say, uh, probably since like my twenties. Um, so when it comes to you and being what some would say might even be overly ambitious, Mm -hmm. um, I remember like when it started, you know, like you were working, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I remember you were working on the other radio station. You were working at Virgin. Mm -hmm. You were working on your album. So you were constantly in the studio with different artists Mm -hmm. and you're always with like producers and whatnot. And you, it felt as though you were working around the clock. So my knee jerk reaction was to bitch and complain or to say things along the lines of, like, okay, so you have a family too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here. Madison's here. Logan's here. It's getting to... Th- and truthfully, I felt as though they were getting to the point where they did not know you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how absent you were at the time. Um, and they would say things to me that spoke to that, that as a mother made me feel badly. And... You understood and you always talked about it or apologized. You did what you were supposed to do. But the bottom line was that you still weren't there. And that's when my conscience kicked in. Um, So when I felt as though I wanted to say something negative or to just kind of kick you in the gut a little bit, I would say to myself, that's not the right reaction. Mm -hmm. He's working for his family. He's working to further his career. He has a goal. He has an ambition. And unlike a lot of people, he is striving towards that. So no matter what you want to say that's negative right now, you are going to say the exact opposite. You are going to replace that negative comment with encouragement and encourage him to do more. You're going to replace that with support instead. And that's just, that's how even now, even now, if I have a little negative thought, I pivot and I replace it Mm -hmm. with something positive instead. And that's, you know, a way of like constantly working on yourself, you know, because as human beings, there are just things that we're inclined to do. And, um, I guess for me, with you, with working, it's gotten to the point where that positivity has just become my way of being, where I don't have to replace uh, negative thoughts with positive ones and with positive actions anymore. I've done it during the whole beginning of our marriage where it's just my way now. And it's the way that I see our relationship. It's the way I see you. It's the way I see the world. So, so what do you tell our friend that, that is, a, you know, that's working? Because I also look at it in any industry, in any game, you have a small period of time when you're on fire, when you're hot, when things are going your way. And I knew that. So it's like, you know, I look you. at life like, you know, it's a casino. You know, when you're hot, you stay on the table. Mm-hmm. You're on you know, a roll. When, when you're cold, that's when you go back up to stairs to the room. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And right now, this could be his time where he's hot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I not do what I'm supposed to do, not do what the world is guiding me to do because things are going right, because I have this at home complaining, because if I go back home, I can miss out on all the opportunities and who knows, it might not never come again. 
Well, just think about it. Just just think about life. Let's say let's say I didn't work as hard and, you know, I didn't have the breakfast club and I wasn't DJing and I wasn't into real estate and I wasn't I don't know where I would be. Would I be happy? Maybe I wouldn't be happy. Maybe I would. Maybe I'll be more happy. You know, I think you wouldn't be happy because you wouldn't be fulfilled. Correct. You would know your capabilities you would know how far you could go because you've always been confident and to have not achieved that would have left a hole in your life, a big gaping hole Mm -hmm. where you felt as though you didn't accomplish what you were put on this earth to accomplish. Um, So for our friend, I personally don't believe in letting another person dictate your destiny. Uh, Because just like you said, if you had made other choices, you wouldn't be where you are today, which is happy, Mm -hmm. which is fulfilled. Um, And there's nothing like regret. There's nothing like regret. Imagine this person is so in love that he let a female dictate to him how hard he should be working and how much time he should dedicate to his craft. And let's say he make decisions based upon that. And three years down the line, he's not where he wants to be. He hasn't accomplished what he wants to accomplish. And now he's on that trajectory. And then this person decides that she doesn't want to be with him anymore. He would have lost all of that potential. Correct. And a position that he may have achieved in life or in his career based on another person, not based on himself. It's not like you're coming to me and saying, oh yeah, well, you know, he just wants to spend all this time with her and work is holding him back from achieving what he wants to achieve in the relationship. No, that other person is dictating to him what she wants and he would be making decisions based on that. And that only leaves the potential for regret. And you don't ever want to regret something like that. Um, So what I would recommend for him Mm -hmm. would be to, because she did break up with him Mm -hmm. um, and he does want her back. Mm -hmm. So what I would recommend is that he sit down and explain that to her. Um, He would have to explain that because maybe she doesn't understand his work and right. all that go all that goes into it. She's probably just thinking, listen, I have a boyfriend and we don't spend enough time together. Right. She's probably not thinking about the long term. She may not be thinking about marriage and what he could be building mm-hmm. for them foundation, and for right. a family and creating this foundation. She may not have, you know, that that long sightedness. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would be part of a huge conversation that they would need to have. Um, And they would need to have a conversation about selfishness. And I think that he would also have to point out that she probably wouldn't want to be with someone that was happy just being mediocre. Right. Because he does not want to be mediocre. He wants to be great. Right. And if you're satisfied with someone whose goal is to just be mediocre because they don't want to dedicate time for their time to their craft, or, you know, they're just satisfied working a job and, you know, not 
taking that job and or the, the experience that they've gotten from that job and building something greater or working a job mm-hmm. and getting, you know, maybe cultivating a, another talent or another skill on the side or another hustle or something so that maybe you create something of your own or to create multiple streams of income or whatever. If you're okay with just, you know, working and paying the bills and, you know, living that lifestyle, then that's probably the lane that she needs to be in. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think most people choose that, you know, and that's fine, but she has to understand what it is that she wants and understand what it is that he has to offer. And right now it's not time. Um, so how do you think that, because this isn't the question that you asked me, you just asked what I would say to her if I were him. So I would have like that conversation, but he wants her back. Mm-hmm. How do you suggest that he get her back um, I don't, without compromising himself? I don't think he, I don't think he necessarily can. Um, Cause you don't think she's ever going to be happy. No, I don't think she's ever going to be happy in, until she understands. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is when he works, bring her along so she can see what it takes Mm-hmm. how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you never had a problem with me working, but I think you respected it more when you were actually there. You know, like when we go on the road and I got to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and do the breakfast club. And then after that, you know, uh, you know, do whatever I have to do. And then at night do a party. And then when everybody goes back to their room to go to sleep, I take a quick shower and go back. So I think you respect it more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. I think a lot of times people don't respect, they don't see the grind. They don't see the work. Right. But then when they have to live it, live with it or, or deal with it, it's a little more difficult, you know? So I, I think that's what I would try to do is show him that and hopefully bring her along for his work experience. Exactly. Cause he's not, he doesn't work a nine to five. My leg right. is falling asleep. That's oh. why I'm fidgeting and, yeah, my leg is... This is like, what, two hours yeah. in this chair, probably? I'll come suck your toes. <laughs> okay. I'm down for that, actually. <laughs> um, go ahead. But that's what I would do. I would um, I would bring her along for the ride. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Um, but what I would say to women that... Or men, mm-hmm. if you're with someone that is about their grind, it's very important to support someone. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like support and not just in this scenario, but just period. There's nothing like feeling as though you have someone that believes in you and is with you along for that ride. That's on your team. That's cheering for you. And that isn't going to give you grief Mm -hmm. for, for what it is that you're doing. Um, and me personally, not only do I, support you, but I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what you do. And, um, cause it's a toll. What you do is very, very difficult, you know? And mm-hmm. I've said a thousand times, I don't know. And I've never known anyone that's worked as hard as you. Um, so there's an appreciation that goes along with that. So for her, I think there just might be, um, a little bit of closed mindedness, where that's concerned. Um, and that's just the type of thing that might take time for her to grow out of. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, I definitely wish him the best. And I, I'll stay up with him because I know he was hurt and he was in he was in pain. He was really, really hurt. He let that girl. Yeah. Well, it's time to get up out of here, baby. Is it? Yeah. 
Hold on. How much time are we in? What time is it? Is it really? Y'all just tired too? It's 49 minutes. 49, 49 minutes. minutes? That's right. Yeah, so it's time to go. I got to sleep and I have gas. and I've been- I have to sleep too. Now we both get up at the same time. We sure do. You cannot pull that on me we anymore. Sure we sure okay. Do. So we both have to get up, right. but okay. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. I'm about to go suck some toes. What you about to go suck? <laughs> <laughs> what up y'all uh, I'll see you guys later I'm all over the place right now did you just hold on wait did you just try to intro the podcast I tried to intro the outro you uh, tried to intro the outro he really is tired I'm I guess tired. we really do have to go he just said what up y'all that's right what up, what y'all, up y'all, y'all? DJ goodbye <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see you guys next week I'm DJ Envy and I am Gia Casey and that was another edition of the Casey Crew Podcast doodles doodles